man, we're talking, these were the kids of all the stars, right? Uh, Barry White's kids and all these directors. And I mean, we're talking, they were dropped off in Rolls Royces. And Christine, little dorky Christine rocks up. And it was very stressful because like, I didn't want people, I didn't want my friends to come home, you know, to come visit me at my house. I was like embarrassed where I lived. And so that, that stress of wanting to be like others and feeling like we don't measure up. I understand that. Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine. And now, here's the host of the show, Christine Blasdale. Today's show is brought to you by How Do I Create a Podcast.com. Want to create your very own podcast to promote you and your business? Learn how you can become a rock star podcaster in 30 days or less. Just visit How Do I Create a Podcast.com. That's how do I create a podcast.com. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your hostess with the mostest, Christine Blasdell, your expert authority coach, helping you expand your brand and your business in a conscious way, changing the planet for the better with your gifts and your wisdom. And today I'm very excited to bring back uh, a, a friend of many, many years, and I haven't spoken to her, oh my goodness, since we since I was at a radio station, we were in a studio together, and um, it's been so long, so I'm very happy to have back. Joining me is Dr. Blythe Manmetz, who is, oh my goodness, she's so many things. She's a metaphysician, she's an author, a speaker, a holistic healing coach, so amazing, the stuff that she's done with natural wellness and healing. Uh, she specializes in helping her audience and clients realize their self-healing design. She's absolutely passionate about helping youth and adults alike to understand their innate power to create the health and life experience they desire. And in alignment with this uh, very important mission, she has just also recently authored the book, Dear Teenager, You Are Amazing, Five Keys to Creating a Life You Love. And She's also the author of I Am Amazing, the workbook, which is for teens to dive into their genius. Uh, so I want to say welcome to Out of the Box. Thank you so much, Christine. It's amazing to be here. I love your show. So thank you so much. I am so happy to have you back. And like I said, it's been a long, it's been quite some time and so much has happened. Too long. I right? know. You live in a different country. You've got a family. It's sort of a... But this is the, the, the beauty of life, how it blossoms, isn't it? It's the beauty and then the connections that we keep, you know, it's really beautiful. Well, and, and you know, I kind of teased that in the beginning that, um, you know, this is something that you're quite passionate about. And because I know you from all the, your, the health and wellness um, work that you've done, right? Uh, you've got an incredible uh, video series that just blew my mind for so many years well, <laughs> and and also um you know helping people become healthier in the way uh in the foods that they uh that they consume but also the thoughts as well that's what i really uh, mm-hmm. love about the work you do but now you've you've got a, a brand new project and a new 
a, a passion that is um, really fueling you right now, right? Yeah, yes. You know, every time I see a headline about the teenage mental health crisis, my stomach just sinks. And reading about the increase in depression and anxiety in our youth, it's so sad. And we just need to teach them how to be creators. That's what we need to teach. You know, I was at uh, my daughter's music recital for her school several weeks ago, and many of my, my, my daughter's in second grade, and many of the students that took the stage and spoke about why they liked playing instruments, they all said, because it helps me with my anxiety, even labeling it as like an elementary student, my anxiety and wow. helps me with stress. And I was like, what are these kids? What are they stressed about in second grade and third grade? And, you know, and then, and, and seeing culturally how kids have devices in their bed until 11 o'clock until they finally just fall asleep and they're not sleeping enough and, and, and they don't know how to own themselves. And so then comments can destroy them. And, you know, it's like, we really got to just take it back and teach our kids unconditional self-love and what that really means. And that is so important. And, you know, my clients as adults ask me, they're like, I don't think I know what that is, you know, unconditional self-love. So I think that it's really important that we really start teaching our kids this. It's, a, it's the start of everything for them. Well, and also, and I, I, I don't want to sound like my grandmother, but, but back in my day, no, I say it all the time too. And and I won't say we because I'm, I'm probably, I'm, why I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you. But you know, there was when I was growing up. Also, we, you know, we were, we were told and encouraged. You know, you can do anything, you can be anything. But we did not have this comparison uh, technology that yeah that that came at us and um made us feel less than you know when we went to mm. we went to school of course there was a bully you know at school there's always somebody um <laughs> or somebody on the playground that says something you know not so nice but we also had full faculty of our imagination and that's why i think yes. when you're talking about creation it's so much more outdoor time and so much more time with actual friends the value of actually being with friends instead of just being with friends over a game, uh, you know, on your device, it's, it, that's the protection, right? It's like, when you have yeah. all those other things, that's the protection. Yeah. You're right. We actually had the ability to have real relationships with friends and you get in little spats with your factor. You get in little spats with your friends, but you'd have to then negotiate and go, okay, let's figure this out. You know? Um, yeah. How much do we learn from that? Right. Exactly. And, and that's where we grew up. And then this generation of children are growing up under such different circumstances, not to mention, you know, we just had a global uh, pandemic thing that put a lot of stress and anxiety on everybody. Mm -hmm. Anyone who was consciously Mm -hmm. awake um, went through (laughs) quite a bit, (laughs) you know, and then you have, um, and I I was talking to someone the (laughs) other day, I said, I think that we're all suffering sort of a PTSD effect from all of that being told you can't go outside being told you can't you know fear 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 um so much fear anybody that engaged with it would definitely would have ptsd that was a lot of fear being thrown at everybody for a while so what are the effects of that on on our children and our teenagers right and the effects of them then seeing their parents feeling unstable you know for so for kids their parents are meant to be the rock they're meant to be the stability and when parents lose that and kids see that then their whole world sort of shatters 
Absolutely. And really it's like the message is for adults, the same as teens is like, you are a creator. You can create your life experience. And not only that, but what are your talents? What do you, what are you, what do you desire? What are your preferences? Not the preferences that other people put on you, but what really are yours? And so when kids start to realize, to look at their talents, that their talents actually matter, that their talents are actually a clue as to their destiny, right? As to how they create a life that they love by then listening to their talents. And I, you know, I did not grow up in an environment that taught me to listen to my talents, that taught me that my talents mattered, you know, at all. And it's like really important that that's, that's the way we create a life we love is by really knowing what our gifts are, our talents are, and what our preferences are, our desires, and then going after it, knowing that we can, and knowing how to listen to the intuition that guides us to the right action, and also knowing to expect failure. I think that's such a key part that we don't teach our youth is like, you're going to fail. You're going to try something and it's going to fail. You're going to try again and it's going to fail. And that's okay. And that's good. How many times did it take? How many failures did it take before anything amazing was created? Before the light bulb was created? Thousands of failures. You know, before the solar panel was created? Thousands and thousands of failures. And these scientists were like, fail again, figure it out. And so we have to teach our kids like, yes, fail. Because I think what happens is, is we're so afraid to, to try something. And then when it fails, it's like, oh, it's all over. It's like, no, kid, fail, keep going, fail, keep going. It's really crucial. Teach them that failure is fun. Teach them that failure is feedback. Well, uh, th- that's the thing. But see, again, because we're in this perfectionist society of comparison and social media, you know, where it's the Kardashian syndrome, right? You can't look bad. You can't fail. You can't be this. You can't be that. And so it what's what happens and it just kills the the I don't want to say entrepreneurial spirit but it kills this the creative spirit of so many people mm-hmm. um and especially young children because they're so afraid of failing that they won't even try and it's like no I could I might mess up so I'm just not even going to bother oh my goodness that kills so many dreams and so many amazingly talented people you know, can, can be birthed from just trying something, try it and see if you like it, try it and fail. And like you said, you know, I mean, how many times have you and I reached out, tried something, even in our business, even mm-hmm. as adults, you know, for sure. Oh, let, for let sure. me see yeah. if this, yeah. new pro- let me see if this program connects with people, you know, let me see if this, yeah. you know, message or this marketing or, you know, but even as we're, when we're little, if you don't try it and and you do fail a couple times, then you learn to adjust. And also, I think, yeah. uh, Blythe, really important is that you develop resilience. Yeah. And resilience Absolutely. is something, you know, my greatest example of resilience was my grandmother who whatever life threw at her. And we're talking wars, depression, you know, wow, um, big, you know big stuff. all kinds of stuff. And it was like, you know, water on a duck's back. She just, she dealt with, she saw it. She dealt with it. She goes, okay, well, what's the answer? What's the solution? Where do we go from here? And um, she was was... connected to her inner light, right? It's like, she didn't let the cultural trance of depression, you know, sink her down. Yeah. And she still, she had a grandmother like that. She liked to nip the bottle every now and then. (laughs) My, my. My, that side of the family has had an issue with that, but 
you know, she never let it get out of, she never let it get out of control, but she had that resilience of get up. You know, you fell down. If you're riding your bike and you fall, you're going to get scraped up, but you got back up again and you tried it again. And then one day you, you're like, you're riding down the street with your no hands on the handlebars and you're like doing tricks and you go, Oh my gosh, I can't believe how good I am at riding this bike. It's because you failed. You failed a couple times. Yeah, you allowed yourself to fail. You wouldn't be there if you didn't fail, right? You wouldn't yes. you wouldn't have gotten to the point where you could ride if you didn't if you didn't fail. Yes. You know what your grandmother's generation didn't have that we have is the ability to instantly have tons of free content for motivation and peace. It's like they went to alcohol. We have YouTube, we can pop on something that teaches us something that inspires us. We have all these different podcasts like yours that we can just plug into and like learn something amazing that gives us the jolt that we have something else to do besides drink too. And it's like the older generations, what was there to do? You know, now we have just so much that we can take in that really feeds us. And really like it, it's a support that's always there for us. If we need motivation, it's there for free, somewhere easy to find. If we need inspiration, it's there. If we need education about anything, it's there. And that is such a gift that we have in our culture. You know, it's also helping teach kids to like utilize that and also to really mind their influences. It's like they can be influenced by anyone. They can look at people that they really admire that are doing amazing things and be influenced by them. Like, how do they do this? Let me watch what they do. Let me watch their marketing and allow it to be some, allow it to be a gift to them instead of a comparison. And then also in that, really paying attention to, to if something doesn't make you feel good, if there's a, a comment trigger or there's a trigger somewhere in social media, bounce out of it. You don't have to partake or engage in anything that doesn't make you feel good. If it's not inspiring you or empowering you, just bounce off. You don't need to listen to it. So in this case, it's like if the Kardashians are a trigger for someone that makes them feel unworthy in some way, why are we participating? Delete, unfollow, whatever. You know, it's like, like teach people, you have the power. If something's not making you feel good, delete it. Well, you know, we're we're talking like because we're adults and we're talking reasonably and going well yes you know this and that but when you're when you're also when you're a kid I'm I'm going back to little Christine too and I'm remembering now we didn't have the Kardashians and we didn't have social media we didn't have as much of a comparison model that we have today but I remember you know going to school and we didn't have we were poor. <laughs> Let's put it this way. <laughs> so I we I dressed like you know when I dressed like a weirdo um, because I was just a weirdo. But um, I remember at a certain point, even when I was really young in elementary school, feeling like the odd duck, right? And maybe everybody feels like the odd duck, but I really felt I like definitely the odd duck. felt like that. I just felt like everybody else looked so snazzy and everything. And then when I went to junior high school, I went, I was very lucky to go to a college prep school because my dad was a teacher there. So I got like a scholarship right. type thing, right? Very great, right, edu- yeah. great education. But man, we're talking, these were the kids of all the stars, right? Uh, so Barry White's kids and all these directors. And I mean, we're talking, they were dropped off in Rolls Royces. And Christine, little dorky Christine rocks up. And it was very stressful because like I didn't want people I didn't want my friends to come home you know to come visit me at my house I was like embarrassed where I lived and so that that stress of wanting to be like others 
and feeling like we don't measure up. I understand that. Right. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I do now, too. Yeah. And, and now today, I just think it's like on steroids that, that, yeah, that pressure that we have. Yeah. So, and so I, really teaching them then is like who you are today is valuable and worthy regardless of circumstance, like really teaching everyone how to really own that regardless of circumstance. You are a God technology. You are an amazing divine being. You're capable of creating a life you love regardless of where you start and regardless of present circumstance. No. And like you said, tap into those, those, those people, those movements that inspire you, you know, so key. So key. I always, whenever I get like, oh, you know, wah, 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 um, I'll, I'll look at someone, <laughs> you know, I'll look at someone. There was this one woman I, I met who was brilliant. She's like a physicist, like studies black hole things. And, and she's, she, she can't, um, she can't communicate the way, you know, we do. She communicates through a keyboard and oh, wow. she's she doesn't even have use of her you know of her um extremities her brain she has a thirst for knowledge and she's basically she she goes around and she talks to people she's basically saying you know what if i can do this without being able to speak without being able to move mm-hmm. my arms or my legs then bloody hell you can you know and I just, yeah, I go, you're right. You know right. what? You're <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I woke up on a bad side of the bed today and I was cranky. Right. What are we complaining about? What are we right. complaining about? Right. I know it's all relative. Right. Reminding like the, 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 the joy of like just a strawberry, right. The joy of like going on a walk and the joy of just laughter with friends. It's like the simple things. That's really, that's what life is about. The, the enjoyment of the simple things. The simple things. Ah, uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, right? A fruit salad. Oh, my. You know, really, like, how amazing is, are, like, the fruits and vegetables of the planet? The flavors, the colors, the fact that they're medicine. They give your body everything that your body really needs to regenerate optimally. They help you be alkaline. It's like, wow, there's miracles all around. There's miracles in your refrigerator. <laughs> that's the blight that i'm talking about (laughs) well let's let's talk more about this um this amazing it's not just it's not just the book that you you're uh you've created but it's also like a like a movement as well like it's a this is a real passion yeah so yeah um, we need we need all of you listeners really to make it a movement you know it's a movement with the people it's like we're just we're just starting to get the word out about this and we hope that people receive the information and share it to really like up-level youth, really teach them that they are amazing. You know, we all, we all are amazing. We all have a genius within us. And, you know, there's, um, there's something that I really would love to, to dive in uh, with, with you is this um, tapping into the power of that unconditional self-love. And this, Mm. this is, this goes for, for adults and parents as well. Right. Yes. Because yes that self-love it needs to be something that your that your children can see and emulate and you know and and they can bring that into their own lives but talk about mm-hmm. the, be a model right talk about a parent, the importance be a model of, that. of this yeah talk there's about so the many there's yeah yeah there's so many important factors of it there's physical mental and spiritual factors of this but what like the first thing i'll mention is the immunity that it gives you towards criticism 
and self-doubt, when you can just totally and completely love yourself and accept yourself now, not because of any achievement or success, but just to completely love and accept yourself now, that's immunity towards criticism or self-doubt. And when we're really in a position of self-love and self-acceptance, we actually create biochemistry in our body that regenerates our body optimally. So when we're in self-love, in peace and relaxation, our body is in rest and digest, the parasympathetic nervous system, and our cells are regenerating optimally. We're actually creating more health in our body. When we're in self-doubt, self-criticism, self-harm, and any other level of stress, we're in a fight or flight biochemistry, and it's not time to regenerate the cells optimally. It's time to fight. And so when we're, when we're actually in that level of stress, we're actually, we're starting the trajectory towards degenerative disease because we're not, we're disallowing ourselves to regenerate optimally. So it's really important from a physical standpoint to create the habits and the neural pathways for unconditional self-love for physical as well as mental and spiritual health. But so how do we do that? Like, how do you get to unconditional self-love? So there's a lot of different ways to practice that. You can, you can, I mean, it, there's so many different ways. So it's, it's, you know, it's meditation. It's looking at yourself in the mirror, you know, when you're by yourself and totally free and really looking at yourself in the eyes and saying, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And just really looking at yourself in the eyes and allowing it and saying it over in a way that you really feel it, that you allow it to be a, a physical feeling for you. It's a really beautiful practice. And then you can also do that in your exercise with saying, I am, I am. And you just allow what comes up to come up because you will start to really feel the divine spirit as you, which is really beautiful. Oh, Self-love also looks like, oh, good. It feels so good too. It's like when you're doing these things, you're building neural pathways in your brain for self-love so that your subconscious and unconscious mind already gets on board with like self-love, which means you will make better decisions about diet, exercise, the people that you're with, the reactions and responses that you make will all be more congruent with these, with, with unconditional self-love as you start to build it. So that's why like a mere exercise like that, do it every day. You could only do it for one minute, but even a one minute really connected in the eyes, mere exercise like that, it's going to be a really powerful way to build those neural pathways. And then you're also creating that, that uh, regeneration biochemistry inside you when you're doing that, the restorative biochemistry. So that's really great. Yeah. So another way self-love looks is, you know, taking care of yourself, making, you know, ma making healthy choices with food, with kids, it looks like exercise, go play in real life with a friend, go bat a ball, go shoot some hoops, go, you know, pass a soccer ball around. It looks like not doing sketchy drugs, right? It's like when you're practicing self-love, you're not trying sketchy drugs. You're not, you love yourself. I love myself too much. I'm, I'm not into doing anything sketchy. No, thank you. You know, doing anything that causes real harm. No, thank you. You know, Unconditional self-love, particularly for teenagers, looks like 
checking in with themselves and, 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 and having the permission to really look in and say, how do I really feel about this? If it's something that a friend wants to do, but you really don't, unconditional self-love is like, you know, that doesn't really work for me, go ahead, but I'm going to choose not to. And having the self-love to choose not to, if it's something that you don't want to engage with, or having the self-love to say, you know what, I really do want to take a dance class or an art class. And even though none of my friends want to take it, or even though my brother's really making fun of me about something, I'm going to do it anyway. So those are like, you know, a couple of examples of how to really use unconditional self-love as a practice day to day. Because what happens is that, like you said, those neural pathways, I, I tend to think of neural, those neural pathways and, and the reactions that we have and the um, immediate thoughts or perceptions that we have as like a, 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 like a channel, you know, like there's a, there's a dry earth patch and then there's like a channel that's been dug and that channel that's been dug. So if it rains, the water is going to come right through that channel, right? It's going to not just yeah. spread out. It's going to go right through that channel. And so we've dug in these neural pathways of yeah. whatever those thoughts are. I'm a loser. I'm ugly. Uh, nobody loves me. Um, I'm a weirdo, all those different things. And so when something comes up, those pathways sometimes are dug so deep that it's easy to go to that. It's easy to go there. It's easy mm-hmm. to go to the fatalist mm-hmm. thing of like, oh, mm-hmm. the world is, you know, it's horrible. But when you, yeah, when you do that, that that's exercise, what you've required your path of least resistance as. Yeah, exactly. But when you look, when you, when you go and you look in the mirror and a lot of times people can't do it, they, they, they have a hard time looking into their own eyes, but it's a great mm-hmm. exercise that why is a great exercise right that i am and then whatever whatever you want to put after that but those words are very powerful we also forget that we're creators and so there's a reason why they call it spelling when you say i am this whatever it is i am funny i am brilliant i am creative i am magical that has an energy and it puts it out into the universe and the universe is like Oh, she's magical. She's great. She's wonderful. Let's give her some more of that. Whereas if you're looking in the mirror or you're saying to yourself in the car driving or wherever, I am ugly. I am not loving. I'm not worth loving. I'm not worthy. I'm stupid. Those things, again, that's an energy. It's very powerful how we think it. And boy, oh boy, when we speak it out into the universe that is extremely powerful and that's what we, i think we should be teaching our kids yes yes that's... math and english is all great but how about how about i don't use algebra or calculus i don't know about you i don't use any of that right? i have i have never used algebra no me neither and... never no but you're absolutely yeah. right i mean as a metaphysician we are always creating what we're conscious of being and that is the piece that every human being needs to know we are always creating what we're conscious of being so you know in the example you gave yeah it's like if if anyone is having these these thoughts well not only are they wiring those thoughts in their in their mind and creating all the least resistance paths towards those thoughts but they're also then creating their environment to match that you're when, when we have these these thoughts we're always creating an environment to match that so we just switch it up we just switch it up 
and, and start to have the thoughts that are in alignment with what we want to create in our environment. Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> Blaise, let's uh, let's talk about um could you discuss uh, quickly the um the, the five keys from the from the book um which is sure. uh super exciting and people if because they're going to be like i can feel the general zeitgeist of the audience going uh where can i get this book we're going to tell you in just a second but um talk about some of the the pillars or the keys of 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 the book yeah, thank you. Sure. So the first one is unconditional self-love that we spoke about. The second one is imagineering your inner technology, which is what we just spoke a little bit about of being aware of where your consciousness is and that you're, you're always creating what you're conscious of being, which is super huge. The third one is unconditional forgiveness. You know, uh, we see our, our teenagers uh, be a little dreary sometimes. When we, th th this idea of unconditional forgiveness dissolves defensiveness in teenagers that we so often, you know, is so common in teenagers. It, it, it's such a powerful concept, unconditional forgiveness. The, the fourth one is staying influenced by the people who inspire you and really teaching kids how to, to use social media to benefit them and to anything that's not benefiting them, permission to bounce off, permission to unfollow, and then, and then really teaching them how to really be influenced in terms of like you can watch someone's marketing and you can do what they're doing and you can start a business the way they do it like all you have to do is watch what they're doing and if you want to do it it's all right in front of you you can do it you know kind of like leveraging teaching them how to leverage what's already there for them what they can plainly see is working if that's if it's resonating and if that's something that they want to do and then the fifth one is about micro investing how to invest a little to gain a lot which i love so much because it teaches kids how to love and honor their future self. You know, it teaches them how to, instead of buying chips and soda with that $5, put that $5 in their Acorn account or the other various micro investing tools that I talk about in that chapter. And, and like build, build your, you know, future wealthy self. And it's, you know, and then that also is like, when they have money to spend and they could spend it on X, Y, Z, that perhaps isn't serving them, if you follow, Maybe they get more excited about putting that $30 or whatever into their Acorn account or their other investment because they really see how that is serving, you know, themselves 10 years in the future or whenever they want to take it out. So it's exciting. It's healthy too. I think it's really healthy to have kids think about their future selves. You know, I Absolutely. think in terms of like the level of self-harm that we're seeing with teenagers and the level of depression, which is like, so like right now it's like, no, you can do something right now that feels really good and look, look at building the health and the wealth of your future self. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's, yeah. that's so exciting. And it is important. Like you said, everything that you talk about in the, in the, uh, the book, Dear Teenager is things that we as a society need to be like bringing up our kids with but also just yeah. reminding ourselves as well yeah you know so that's what yeah. i like about this book is not just for for teenagers you know it's for right. it's for parents as well and it's for folks who don't even yeah. the don't have children <laughs> you know it's yeah totally the wisdom the wisdom is is really for people that want to learn how to create a life they love yeah okay uh, there's so many places in the book where i'm like share this with your parents <laughs> <laughs> hint hint um yeah. so blaze so <laughs> Um, how can people get a hold of Dear Teenager? You are amazing. Five keys to creating a life you love. 
Yes, thank you so much for asking. Please go to uh, blythenaturalliving.com forward slash book. And Blythe is spelled B-L-Y-T-H-E, naturalliving.com forward slash book. There you will see our Indiegogo campaign. You can watch a video about it, learn more. There's a, like a quick you know, two or three minute video. And then there's also a 30 minute video that goes more into the teaching points of the book and more into all the different perks you can get. Because um, there's a lot of other wellness perks that are in there as well, besides just the book and the workbook. And I'll make sure that I have the uh, the website. I'll make sure that the link is in the show notes. So if uh, folks, Thank if you. you're if you're listening and you're like, what was it? Don't worry. Just click on the show notes and you can uh, you can check it out and get more information. Go go to the website too and, and get more information on my beautiful guest, Dr. Blythe Manmetz, who um, it's Thank so you. good to be with you again. Thank you so much. And I'm so I'm so happy that you're doing this. I really, um, I can see that it's something Thanks. that you're extremely passionate about. And, um, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Christine. And thank you to the audience and you know, the movement it doesn't happen without all of you. So thank you to all of you. Please share. Beautiful words. Thank all you. right. Thank Thanks you. again. Wonderful listeners. Also, if you're, if you're into your audio podcast, you can always subscribe on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, you name it, all the major platforms, you can subscribe to the show. And if you'd like to see my guests, um, you can go to YouTube and subscribe to the podcast there at YouTube. Uh, those links will be in the show notes as well. And um, as I always say, remember to think outside that damn box and let's help <laughs> our teens. All right. All right. Amen. That's all. And uh, until next time, take care. <laughs>